And welcome to the Men Up Podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us. I am Christian Shabu. Drew Chin. Will Van Dyke. Mar Womble. And together we are the four guys forging a friendship of accountability, love, and action. A bond that we hope goes beyond this moment and we are inviting you all in. Thank you all so much for joining us. And we are officially in holiday season at this point. And I'm interested as we kick off here, guys, we're going to be talking about relationships and why it's important to cultivate those. But before we do, the holiday season is always marked by certain foods, right? So I'm interested in hearing from y'all. What is that one food that really signals to you like, oh, it's holiday time? Yo, get your eggnog, bro. Get it. Get it. You can get the eggnog. You can get the Southern Comfort eggnog. When you get your eggnog, make sure you put some Kahlua in there or throw some honey jack in there. Change your life. Delicious. But but add add that post 12 noon, right? You don't, you don't want to be drinking that kind of <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, you know, I mean, you can do, do whatever you need to do, but <laughs> afternoon, evening, light wine down, sitting with the wife or, you know, the partner and just kind of like laying back. It's a good, it's a good wind down drink. After you wind down with that drink, you can wind up with a nice slice of pumpkin pie. Mmm, pumpkin pie. Delish. Or, or sweet potato pie for black folks. Oh, sweet potato yeah. pie is delicious. Absolutely. Just got to oh be orange. Oh got to be orange, exactly. <laughs> I'm already hungry. Will, what about you? The fact that Lamar started with eggnog, uh, it's only got me thinking about eggnog. But, uh, man, uh, I got good memories of Thanksgiving all Thanksgiving for the month of November. I'm I'm all here for it. I love every bit of it. Mm. Mm. it, it mm. <laughs> I might just leave the episode. I'm gonna leave the recording studio here and just go get all of the foods you all just said. For me, it is apple cider donuts. Mm. For mm. me, oh. I mean those come out a little bit earlier in the season, but like for me, that marks like, oh, it's it's fall time, it's holiday season time, apple cider donuts. I mean, it's funny enough, like we've just spent several episodes here on the Men Up podcast. Hopefully y'all have listened to them. If you haven't, you can pause this one and go back and listen to the other ones. But we've talked about physical health. So all of the things we just offered up, whether it's eggnog, apple cider, donuts, uh, whatever it might be, make sure you eat it in moderation. One of the things we like to do here every week at the Men Up podcast is make sure that we offer some inspiration, some motivation here at the top of the episode. And so Lamar, I'm going to kick it over to you. What do we got for a pep talk? I just want to bring everyone's attention to coronavirus and quarantining and all that. All that has been, you know, a real part of life in America for the last six, eight months. Uh, and what I think goes unseen in some of those spaces is the amount of loneliness that comes along with being locked down, being in quarantine. Uh, and And I think talking about not only how people are feeling in terms of loneliness inside of coronavirus, but even in normal times, how sometimes you can feel lonely, even if you have a crap ton of friends of people that you think that love and care about you, you can still feel lonely inside of that. And so I want to just reach out to anyone and everyone that has ever felt like a, a, a sense of loneliness, you know, from actually literally being lonely or even just feeling lonely um, that I see you, I hear you, I love you. Um, and then the Met Up podcast is a place for you to be loved and, and be listened to and also, you know, be connected with people that share a similar experience. Thank you for that, Lamar. Really appreciate that. 
And you know, you, you brought up the idea that loneliness can happen, whether you have a whole bunch of people in your community around you, or you do feel like you are alone in a space or physically alone in a space. I think that's really important to bring during this holiday season time, right? Because a lot of times we think about during the holidays, you're going to be around a lot of people. That's going to be different for most folks this year, right? We're not going to be physically around a lot of people, but even at that, it's often a season two when people do feel that loneliness too. So we're actually going to get into this today as a main topic, really focusing on what is it to cultivate relationships and the connection to mental health. Drew, why don't you tee us off here? Someone open up and talk about like, what have you been doing to cultivate relationships during COVID? Because we're in month, what, eight now and to be continued. I mean, I would say that it's been getting on a whole bunch of FaceTime calls with you guys first, but also specifically, Drew, I'm going to say to you, you know, like I, I think about all of the FaceTime calls we've had over the last six, seven months now, uh, where I've been able to hang out with you, hang out with your kids, hang out with your partner, right? And, and that's been really powerful because frankly, I think if the pandemic hadn't happened and that had like those kind of connections had to happen for my own sanity, I wouldn't have had that time with your family. And so that's actually been really powerful that this, this moment in time has allowed, at least for me to step back and say, okay, there are, there are friends, there are family members that I don't physically see. And this can still be an opportunity to, even though I can't be in the physical presence with them, I can still see them and cultivate relationships. So that's been really helpful for me. And I'd say, frankly, like I feel more connected to your family, to other members of my family than I have in years. We totally feel connected to you. Yeah, side note, just for Lamar and Will and our listeners, I mean, when we go pick up pizza, we call Uncle Shabu on the phone. And they don't talk about anything, but they know the second we get in the car and we're going to pick up pizza, it's, can we call Shabu? Ah, uh, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. It probably helps that he looks like uh, a pizza man right now. Like uh, <laughs> <laughs> That mustache going. Single, single stash. I, I didn't know where you're going to go with that. He looks like uh fill in the blank. I was like, <laughs> you look like whoa. you enjoy pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Drew, I feel like uh, the, the last couple episodes for sure, you've ended on like a point that I was thinking about as we started to talk about this. And, you know, you were, you were talking about your kids and sort of how they dictate, you know, either the outreach or the interaction and the relationship. And that's our life. In, the, in this is a lot of the cultivation of the relationships surrounded by what our kids need uh, right now. And some of it's what I need. So I've, you know, forced some dads to be friends with me when <laughs> I just, I need their kids to be friends with my kids. And, mm. uh, you know, but also at the same time, I think it, you end up, uh, at least in times with this, you prioritize the way in which your kids are interacting and making sure that that friend group stays solid. And then that you're, you know, uh, enjoying the company of their parents and stuff like that. But the cultivation, I mean, in terms of, I've been more active texter the last eight months than I think I've ever been in my life. Yeah. That's, that's real. Well, and the fact that you're the father with the kids that are older, that is something for us to follow. Cause I am starting to bridge that subject of, you know, how do I become friends with other dads because my kids are going to be in school with them? Like I'm, I'm just at that cutting it, you know, space. 
And uh, I'll be coming to you to get some tips on that because that's just a weird thing. Um, I'll hop in. Drew Chen. Bars. Whoa. (laughs) Yo. So for me, in pandemic or not in pandemic, you know, when I look at my values, you know, my values go gusto for, you know, my partner and my child, like doing, going above and beyond for them. And then the next two things are uh, friends and family and experiences with friends and family. So community and my friends and my family are like literally what I live for. Group chats on group chats are like life. And not that, you know, tons of people don't have group chats, but, you know, I think a lot of times folks can get caught up in like, oh, this is a distraction. Oh, I gotta, you know, I gotta bow out of social media for a little bit. I need to focus on other things where I'm like, hell no. Like, I wanna know everything that's going on with everybody. I wanna talk shit to people on Facebook. I wanna see what my friends are up to. I wanna be in a group chat all day long because like, to me, that fills me up with life. Is as open and welcoming I am to like all of these relationships and ways of interacting and communicating there's still work for me to do inside of these relationships that I have that need to be deeper. There's still friends that I need to reach out to that I've avoided reaching out to just because it's just easier to avoid it. You know, there's all these things still exist. uh, And so, you know, you still need to be better. And, and for someone who values those types of things, you know, there's still room for improvement. What do you guys see as the, difference between, or if there is a difference between maintaining relationships and cultivating relationships, whether it's during COVID or not. Right. Cause I, for me, like, I always see that there's a distinction. Like there are some relationships that honestly, like maintaining them is literally just like, Oh, you're doing good. Cool. Like it's quick check-ins here or there, or even, you know, I think about some of the relationships I have uh, with family members, right? Like it's, it's pretty much the same conversations, whether it's at, you know, holiday gatherings or, if we're in text messages or like the sort of infrequent calls or whatever, they're usually just like maintenance kind of conversations, right? Whereas cultivating, at least for me, often becomes like a, there's a level of curiosity with those people of like asking questions, knowing specific details of like the last thing we talked about and, and, you know, following up with that or digging into that. I'm not valuing one over the other, right? I think that there's deep value of maintaining and cultivating relationships. I'm stuck. You hit a really good question. I think you hit a nerve with me because I do see a difference with the creating and maintaining. I think I'm a lot better at creating, especially this year. And I'm really not doing great at maintaining and I think what's tugging at me as we come into the holidays and I think about my family, it's, you know, what am I doing to maintain or create new conversations? And I, you know, you all can hold me accountable to that because I'm not doing a good job. And if I want to be a leader in that, I got to step up where I am creating, you know, I became a new people leader this year. So I think the gift of COVID, as I sometimes phrase it, is we've been able to really create um, a relationship with with trust that I think working remote has helped because normally, you know, we'd have to be in like a conference room or like huddling over cubes and, and you get a lot of interruptions. And I think there's something to be said about when you can settle in and be comfortable from your own space. Like as I look at the four of us, we're all in our own places, in our own set up rooms. And there's a personality that comes out, I think, when you're comfortable. 
So it's easier to cultivate versus when you're at the office or the classroom or the field, like you take on a different persona. That's just my opinion. So I think it's blended because of COVID, especially if you are working remote. And to me, I've been weighing into creating and cultivating there where I need to go back is the main, the maintenance and use the opportunity of like what you said, Shabu, like if anything, COVID has shown me like zoom birthday parties should have always been a thing. I, I don't know why I've told that said it with my partner. Like, I don't know why it took until this year for us to figure out that all three of our families can get on a call and sing at the same time. Right now, what I'm weighing in my head is what stays on text versus what becomes either a personal, like, you know, in-person connection or, you know, does it, do we just stay on text or do we zoom or whatever it ends up being, uh, it becomes, you know, just a different calculation. And some of that is just like, am I going to be happy? My kids going to be happy. I know for me, my general rule has been love on those who love on you. And that makes it real cut and dry. Who's putting the energy in or giving you energy. That's who I'm going to reciprocate that to. And not to say that's the end all be all, but inside of all the moving parts that are happening in life, that is the easiest black and white answer I can give for myself to say, okay, this is who I'm going to cultivate and maintain with because this person is cultivating and maintaining with me. What is one of the relationships that we have personally for ourselves that does bring us joy, right? That, that we are continuing to cultivate. Uh, and, and what is it about that relationship that does bring you that joy and why you do invest in the cultivation? Like specifically, and I know Lamar, you mentioned that like, listen, part of it's gotta be about like, if the person's loving on you, you're gonna invest that love back. But, but I'm wondering specifically, like what, like what is it about that relationship that allows you to cultivate into it further? Before I make this like the Men Up podcast love fest, I'll say <laughs> this pod, this group, even the audience like brings me incredible joy and has helped my mental health. I look forward to, our calls to record. I look forward to our business meetings. I look forward to our group text threads because the interesting thing is you all share about all the threads you're on. I'm not on any other threads. Y'all are Same. my thread. Same. And I have a family thread thread, which by the way, that family thread is 98% in Spanish. So I always have to do like a Google translate just to understand it. I not only look forward to y'all, like a part of it, why I trust it. I remember when I was trying to figure out Zoom, write this producer guide for this organization to set up this leadership training around courageous dialogue, shout out leadership. And I texted y'all, I said, hey, can anyone hop into a Zoom room with me while I try to figure out what breakout rooms are in the technology? And Will, you were like, I'm up. And you got in and Shabu as well. And you know, at that point, I didn't know Will very much, but he was the first one to respond. I was like, thank God. And this is like 1130 at night. You remember that conversation, Will? Oh yeah, I was I was gonna say Shabu was shirtless, I believe. He uh, was that, <laughs> absolutely that moment, which made it a joy. It it was a true true joy to, to help you, but also you know just the the fact that we we're all so comfortable with each other. I thought I you were gonna joy to see him shirtless. Oh, that too. Fantastic body, fantastic body. Drew, I want to add to the flip side of that. I didn't hop on that call that night yes. because I made a decision like. This is, it's too late for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm in bed with my, with my partner. And like, that's just a line I'm going to draw for myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and there was a little bit of guilt there. Cause I'm like, Oh, all these other guys, you know, but it's like, you also got, it's the line and you have to respect my line and I have to establish my line, you know? And that's what friends do. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I love you saying that. Cause like, I, I totally respect that line. There was never a thought of like, Oh, Lamar didn't join, but it was focused on like Will and Shabu did like when I needed that moment, I needed friendship to be like, help me out. Cause I have no idea what the heck I'm doing. You guys responded, you know? So I was able to deliver a good product because of that. So thank you. We brought up the group threads actually a lot. Like the one that we have drew, you brought up like really the only one with the exception of the one you have with your family. Uh, and it's a consistent one. I honestly, before this time, before the pandemic, I was really skeptical of like, how is it possible to cultivate relationships in a group thread through text? I was really, really skeptical. And to your point, Drew, like we've absolutely done that as a team here. But I think the one, like when I think about the relationships that bring me a lot of joy, and it's often unexpected because it will come up uh, once in a while, is I'm on a group thread with five former students. They were all, it was a really strong group of young people that I worked with. three years ago, they've now graduated. And so they're three years out of high school. And Lamar, I I know that you might feel this having worked a lot with high school students as well. Uh, But for me, when they keep me in their lives, beyond just the fact that like, I worked with them at some point, and that was our relationship, but they like keep me beyond that, uh, that that brings so much joy. And so we have a group thread that like, you know, we'll, we'll get active once in a while, but it's always about them either sharing something that like they're taking a step forward in their life and they want to share that, whether it's with children, jobs, just successes and milestones they've had, or if they're feeling challenged sometimes and just want to pick me up, they come to that. And being a part of that with them, like just brings me so much joy. And I'm, I'm just so incredibly grateful. My grandmother who lives in England uh, just got an iPhone. And for the first time in her lifetime, I'm able to just pick up the phone and hit a button and call her super easy and talk with her, um, with Nola, which is her, her great granddaughter. And so it, it's been a long time coming because my, my grandmother in England has been one of those relationships where like, I've always wanted to cultivate it, but it always felt like there was just so many barriers in front of her, us having a stronger relationship. Um, and now she has an iPhone, she knows how to use it. She can pick up, she can text in the group chat. And so it's really been joyful to like be able to call her and just have her pick up the phone so easily and, um, have her talk to Nolan and stuff like that. So, uh, that is a place that is bringing me lots of joy, uh, particularly, um, during the pandemic. Growing up Sunday mornings, I knew if my mom was on the phone, when I woke up, it was with my grandmother. And then for the last few years, it had turned, it had transitioned into talking with her sister. And so she would talk to her sister. And then, um, and then when my mom, uh, I tried to sort of take that up on Sundays and do this. But what happened actually was organically the, the family, that side of my mom's side of the family started doing zoom calls and Sunday afternoons together all together. And like my, my aunt who, you know, hadn't really had, you know, this, a similar relationship in terms of calling people up on the phone. She's on every week. My uncle down in DC is on every week. He runs it like cousins are on there. Like, it's just a sort of meeting place that has really sort of established, you know, that side of the family. Now, this is the family too. This will be an interesting month for us because this is a family too, where for the last 35 years, we've been getting together in person for Thanksgiving every single year. And this wow. year has just exploded that, you know, tradition. And so we're, you know, there was a moment in time where I was offering to host everybody if they got COVID tests and they isolated for 
a, a period of time and all that kind of stuff, but that's likely to fall apart. And it's just, it's just hard. It's just going to be an interesting sort of week, but it, but we really tried to, and, and me as one of the older cousins and stuff like that have tried to figure out how to perhaps cultivate the, the next generation of that side of the family too, into like, Okay, what comes next and so there's the, the family component is an interesting one covid to me what it's really teaching us is before we really relied on some kind of event a moment of time to create the communication that followed after and sustain us until another event created and the takeaway i'm taking is like let the communication be the event because we may not get those events you know like Going to the bars is going to look different. Like Thanksgiving dinner may look different. It may not happen. It may happen over a Zoom call. But like, why are you waiting for that to happen, to be the event? So put right. deliberateness into your, your text threads, your Zoom threads, and let that be the event. And like all events, it's okay if the first one sucks. You'll get better. Yep. And some are going to be dynamic and wonderful and want you to get back to the next one. But like, that's my takeaway, my challenge, and you all hold me accountable to this. If I don't even treat that with that mindset to like look at my next communication with you know family or friends as an event, I'm never going to get there. So that's where I'm going to level up. I think the next step to that um, in communication with you know maintaining people is making sure that you are being intentional with the people that you are being in communication with, and. Uh, setting expectations with those people so you aren't disappointed. I think that's kind of like the next level because I think both people can be disappointed when they're not on the same page as to what to expect from one another inside of relationship, friendship, partnership, you know, all the ships, including the championship, LeBron James, fourth title, <laughs> Lakers, let's go. How did, how did you do it? How did I you don't do know. It? I, I don't know. I don't know. But I did I don't know. But, but on some real shit though, on some real, real, like be intentional once you discover that like, all right, these are the people that I want to be in community with. Let me get clear that they have the capacity to be at this level or not. So I'm not disappointed. As we're in this season of celebration, as it often is. Uh, also, I think it's important for us to understand that all of us uh, have different seasons of our lives and that can often dictate, you know, what relationships do we need to maintain? Which ones do we need to cultivate? But as always with the Men Up podcast, we wanna leave people with some very specific resources, inspiration, tools, and motivation. And so with that, it is time for the outlet pass. Drew, I am going to shuttle that outlet pass over to you first. Kick us off. What do you got? We shared a lot about uh, group text threads. So I'll also shout out, you know, voice text threads or even video text threads. So I know, you know, you can do that on iMessage. You can do on WhatsApp. And then uh, a video app I like is, is Marco Polo. And the way I position this is, remember when, back when we just had cell phones or even just landlines and you'd play all your messages when you missed the calls? And you had those relationships be like, hey, I'm doing this. This is how my day went. Call me. Like, you can do that. You do that with these apps. And I think what's so priceless about it, and I like what you said, Lamar, about like your, your grandmother, you know, be it family members or friends, like people want to know what's up in your life. And it's so good if you're going to send the message to capture what's happening in real time, because not everyone can always answer the FaceTime call or the Zoom call. But if you capture that in a video, 
or even a voice text, then they, when they choose, can play it back. Like that. That's cool. Well, what about you? We talked a lot about, you know, the different relationships we're maintaining, maybe different roles people play yeah. in our lives. What do you got for folks? I follow a blog and it's on Facebook and uh, a newsletter that I get uh, called Fatherly. Um, it, it, it delves into a lot of parenting advice, a lot of, you know, stuff, but it's very, very male focused. Um, and they had an article a couple of years back, actually, that I just, I, I pulled up when I was thinking about, you know, this particularly, but it's, it just outlines sort of seven types of friends that all grown men really should have in their life that delves into, you know, a mentor, a single friend, uh, dad friends, uh, you know, oh, the fix it friend, like, you know, the guy who can just like fix handyman and be the handyman. Um, and then it talks about uh, neighborhood and motivating friends, um, obviously, Oh, and then, and then the last one I think is the younger friend, like somebody who's just younger than you are. I mean, I think we hit on, so outside of the fix it friend type of thing, I think we hit on a lot of these sort of role dynamics in our conversation today. But I, I, I think if I'm highlighting just one of these two that, you know, you guys are uh, perhaps the, the motivating friend collectively uh, that I think, you know, I, I see in my world right now is that like, you, it's just so easy to get motivated when I see what you guys are doing, whether it's on the thread or out in social media or on the, you know, grids that we have and all that sort of thing. So it's like a collective role, but I'm excited then to see, you know, how, I don't know, any of you build cabinets? Do you get <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. So one thing that, you know, I really wanted to get from this episode is just kind of like how to, how to have tough conversations inside of friendships and relationships. And uh, one thing that has allowed me to do that was Landmark Forum. And so it's just like a personal development course, intensive, three days, 36 hours, 12 hours a day of just getting your life uh, and the relationships and the traumas and the things that have like impacted the way you show up to this day um, that happened to you when you were younger that kind of dictate who you are, what you do, things that you say. Um, and I just think it was a valuable resource for me to kind of help solve relationships with friends, but also with my father. Um, and it's just something that if you are struggling in that area, something for you to consider um, to help you kind of like cultivate deeper, meaningful relationships and to also fix some relationships that, that might be broken. I think above all, for me, having at least one person that I know I'm checking in with daily. And in this case, it's my mom. It's been that way since I was a little boy and has existed up until this point, like the person I connect with literally every single day. Uh, it's, in, it's just really valuable to have, particularly if you are somebody either living alone, so that physical loneliness, which is myself, or if you're somebody who feels that loneliness from time to time or consistency, find that one person you can at least check in with daily that knows you're doing well, that can ask questions of you, you ask questions of them. Shabu, can I ask you um, real quick? And I actually, I know we got to end it. I thought you actually were going to dive into a little bit more about like what it's been like for you, kind of like as a single guy living in an apartment by yourself over the last eight months. Like what has that actually been like, felt like? Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, sure. I, you know, I would say ultimately, I've done pretty well during this time. Like, have, have there been moments of 
you know, feeling really lonely or, or feeling sad or feeling anything that isn't a positive emotion, of course there has, right? But I think for all of us, that's been the case, right? Whether you're somebody who lives alone, you have a family, you're elderly, whatever the case may be, like we've all felt those things during this time. I would say that what served me really well was for the year prior to COVID actually being a thing, I was very intentional about taking time and taking the space to like cultivate my relationship with myself and get comfortable with loneliness, mm -hmm. right? Like, and get comfortable with living by myself and being okay with that and not having to be around people in order to feel alive or validate or any sort of thing like that. So ultimately, I think I have fared well. I'm also really clear that had I not done that work in advance, this time would have been a lot harder. Yeah, I just think it's super interesting. And, you know, for anybody else out there, I think, you know, you know, having a family has been a saving grace because you just kind of have this natural love, care, affection, hugs, human touch and interactions just kind of exist. Yeah. Um, which is a literal game changer for your, your mental space, for your, your physical makeup of your body, your oxytocin, like all of those things. Uh, but, you know, if you know people that are single, that uh, are now working from home, that either lost a job or, you know, had their job situation change, uh, don't have any children, don't have a partner, like, and you just know they're by themselves more times than not, you need to check on them. And you need to ask deeper questions more than just yes, no questions. You need to like dig in there really good and, and, and just make sure people are okay. Thanks for asking that, Lamar. I really appreciate that. And thank you all today for, for this episode. Uh, we are very thankful for all of you joining us. And if you like what you heard, if you're leaving with a level up, we ask that you come back again. So please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Leave a review and share with other people in your community so that all of us can rise and thrive during this season, every season. And until next time, while we are no experts, we are the four guys looking forward for all. And this is the Men Up Podcast. We appreciate y'all.